Yo, what up, pod racers? Are you like me where you sunburn easily? Have narrow shoulders you want to hide from the world? Weirdly small nips? Great news, we have a solution. Original tabletop shirt designs. Reading Rainbow, Dungeon Club, a dungeon and a dragon. Find these and more over at patreon.com slash goblins growlers shirt club at the $25 tier. These are all exclusive limited run designs. We'll never bring them back again. So be sure you get yours by signing up at patreon.com slash goblins growlers. Yippee! Can we real quick just cut to like Koga co- to can we real quick? to your dog <laughs> yeah. hanging out being we a just dog. cut to Koga who is like sitting on a dog bed looking cute looking yep. sleepy yeah mm-hmm. and then we cut breathing to, into a microphone then, breathing directly into the mic <laughs> <laughs> this is quid pro roll a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Well, howdy, listeners. Welcome to the Daily Crier Listening Show, where all the news and variant and beyond can make its way right to you. Really quick, before we get started, let's go on to a traffic report in Tinkerhaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa, look at that. Hey, they got some horses. Well, that was fun. Now, there are many mysteries in life. Why do we exist? What are yawns for? And why were there sheets hanging down from the window in the Venisphere Manor? Well, as the party starts to come together again, so too do the pieces of this mystery. Especially as Solinar and Melodica find each other and get to talking. You know, sometimes it's easy to get caught up in what you think you know, and reality can often slip between the clumsy fingers of our hopes and fantasies. But if we are to see what's really there, and solve the mysteries of our lifetimes, sometimes you just gotta let go and accept what you don't know. And most importantly, accept that maybe you don't know what's gonna happen when you take that suspicious potion that was just handed to you. Speaking of such, uh, the rest of the party is very attracted by some flashy poofs and colorful smoke. Discerning adventurers they are. As they make their way into the potion shop, let's see what effect this shop has on the story. And as always, <laughs> y'all take care now. We are going to cut in the beginning, immediately to Boat, who has just drank a effervescent, fizzy potion that looked like bourbon. For the next hour, you are no longer able to prevent yourself from saying anything that you are thinking at any one time. Which isn't terribly different from normal, Yeah, but that is the effect of the potion you drank. That was gross, and you're a nut for doing all this stuff in your in in your business without any kind of safety protocols. Oh, see, that works great. Wonderful. All right. 
hey, would you like to go on a date with me? I find you very attractive. <laughs> I, you're, you're very. I'm not saying no, but I don't know you. You're, you're really hot and like, uh, like a get your hands dirty kind of way. I really like that. I thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Um, she looks over at Koza and realizes that he cannot talk adequately because his mouth is now tentacles. She looks over at Johannes. Um, is your friend normally like this or is this an effect of the potion? It's really difficult to tell. What do you think, Koza? <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. You are gross, Koza, and I don't want to be near you right now. Hey, look, oh. honestly, it's doing better on him than it did when I tested it on myself. I emitted like a weird smell for like an hour. Did you have tentacles? <laughs> yes, I did. My whole face. Uh, I actually ended up more like a mind flayer than he did. I did get the tentacle arms, which is interesting. Interesting. But my spine lengthened and it hurt, so... Ooh. Basically, I'm using it as a way to sort of replicate seromorphosis in an effort to find an adequate medical cure for seromorphosis. I don't know what any of that means. I just... Let's go get dinner. I, uh, turning you into a mind player. They don't breed like normal organic breeding. They make mind flayers. Koza uses message to talk directly like into her mind. Mm -hmm. uh, how long is this going to last? Uh, probably not very long because the effects are so intense. Uh, give it another mm, 10 minutes, give or take. I love the idea. Ten that minutes. I like the idea that Koza's message in her brain is just blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I was just thinking, I wonder if message has a somatic component. <laughs> <laughs> and that somatic component is. <laughs> It'd be great if there was a somatic component that isn't like you saying like abracadabra or whatever or like vintenstre or something. It's you going. And it like that's create water. <laughs> your world. Because if you think about way. it. It's your world. It's it's your world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's going to be that's uh, going to be my way for you to cast like transmute or something. Just. <laughs> Anytime we uh, we uh, we find a spell that Alex doesn't like, she's gonna be like, "Look, that's how you cast it, okay?" And then she's gonna, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, set herself up for an episode where all we do is go. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you say that like I'm not already prepared for that. I have what contingency like, plans for almost every nonsense. I was gonna say it's Will like the Muppet Space Aliens. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna drink this. <laughs> oh wait, wait, what? So you're just grabbing, like, a random potion off the wall? I can't wait no, to see how this screws up Johannes. This should be exciting. Does she, does she not have potions out for us to drink? You didn't say you were going to test one, but... What uh, are you for talking? The sake, I was, the like, the most yes. excited. Yes, there's, like, there's like a basket of four. Uh, yeah, Johannes grabs one, and then he grabs, uh, he grabs one uh, for her, and he does a cheers, and he drinks it. <laughs> she clinks it and also throws her back. Do, throws do, her back. Oh no! Throws, throws hers back. Uh, go ahead and roll a d10 for me. Seven. With a powerful stretching feeling and sort of an increased feeling of heaviness and growth, basically like growth spurts turned up to five thousand. You find yourself standing <laughs> so at me about at a, age nine. At about an even six foot two. 
your proportions and everything have have changed to the point that you resemble roughly a human man in your proportion and stature. Oh, so it randomizes. She like puts down her pen and immediately writes, randomizes for halflings to grow in height. Gnomes just grew a lot of hair, so that's very interesting. Uh, oh. Wow, I'm really excited. Look at how, look at my body. And I'm gonna walk <laughs> towards Koza. Oh no, my feet are bigger than I thought they were. Ah! <laughs> I, tri are, are I trip just... and I fall and I uh, hit a lot of things. I put my arm out to stop me, but they're longer than I think they are, and I pull something down. Are you just recounting your childhood? It's easy to imagine having awkwardly long limbs for me. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sophia, after drinking hers, her skin has erupted into a veritable rainbow of colors. Um, some of the patches are not just a singular color, but also have a pattern. Like there's a streak across her cheek that's a fractal looking kind of dealio. There's a streak across her shoulder that is polka dots. Like she's just sort of erupted into what appears to be a Joanne Fabrics having sneezed. <laughs> All right. This was not what this was supposed to do. Go ahead and write that down. As this is happening, you hear sort of the shuffling of skidding feet on a dirt road as Solinar and Melody have caught up to the rest of the party. Well, and seeing an illithid, an overly tall uh, Johannes, and now this Harlequin-style fabric woman in front of me, <laughs> uh, Solinar is going to draw attention and be like, Oh no, they're in danger! Uh, no, Johannes? <laughs> Johannes? Stop, stop, Solinar, please! Solinar, Johannes. don't do anything. You're just gonna mess it up because you're overconfident most of the time. Johannes is literally buried in, in just glass bottles. He's, like, slowly sweeping them away. <laughs> okay, um, okay. Solinar? Solinar? Everything is fine. Everything is okay. They just drank weird, untested potions. Johannes walks up. And uh, he goes up to Solinar and he goes, Whoa, you are smaller than I remember you being. Smolinar. Wait, did my clothes grow? Or am I wearing like a, a crop top? <laughs> you hold <laughs> out shorts. You're wearing like a crop top armor. All he's got is stretchy purple pants now. Oh my gosh, I'm wearing literal breastplate. <laughs> yeah, you're wearing, you are wearing literally fantasy female bikini armor at Oh, this hell point. yeah. Somebody please give me fan art of this. <laughs> Guys, draw Solinar in a red Sonya-style costume now. Wait, why are we drawing Solinar as this outfit? Oh god, if I say Solinar and Johannes... Why do I keep mixing up Solinar and Johannes' names? Also acceptable... Because now we're the same height! <laughs> that's, also that's acceptable to draw Johannes next to Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> Not going to lie, buddy. It's a little weird craning my neck up to look at you. I'm pretty excited about it, too. Um, oh my gosh, look, I could even tap you on the head right now. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, these arms are so much longer than I think they are. And you get punched with a shield. Oh, not like this. I have a tincture that might be able to help your nose. Yeah, oh, you should I'm definitely gonna, check out that tincture. I'm, I'm probably going to hold off on that. I, uh, just based on the cacophony I'm seeing around me, the smoke. Oh, those are just my experimental potions. I have normal, soon fearing. Soon fearing. Potions. It could end up being really cool, Solinar. I mean, it might turn you into 
some sort of hellish old god like Koza, but then again, it might just no. make you really comfortable with your honesty, like me. Now, Koza, you gotta convince him. Yes, your top hat friend drank a modified truth serum, and uh, it is more effective than I expected it to be. See, don't you want something that's more effective than you think you expect it to be, Solano? I see that you have a very fancy sword. I have a thing that I can bribe you with. Ooh, effectivity. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how attention feels about all this attention it's receiving, but uh, Solonar is like your sword blushes. Like I don't know. I doki doki sword chan. My sword has a weird glowing gem in it right now. I don't know what the hell it does or doesn't do anymore. Fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Solonar is like. Mm, it seems suspicious <laughs> still. I don't know that I'm about any of this. Uh, you probably fix my nose by turning me into a squid monster or something. Actually, the thing I was going to give you wasn't going to fix your nose, but I can give you something to fix your nose as well. So That's more alarming, not less. But what? Your friends have offered to work as... Uh, experimental subjects for this and i didn't promise them anything they just sort of agreed to do it but i was going to give them things as a thank you i was literally just about to ask what they were getting paid and you said that they're getting paid nothing they just offered i I wasn't going to say no she was really pretty so i said yeah yeah that sounds about right um all right but but you're gonna give us free stuff if we do experimental potion stuff well, it's only fair. All right, fine. Sign me up. Okay. <laughs> um, she goes through the bottles and hands you one that is shaped like a little cloud. You're going to want to hold on to something once you drink this. this hey, is... hold on to me, Solana, and then you get punched by a shield again. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, but the way that you punched uh, actually knocked his nose back into place because you hit him from the other side. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, it <laughs> hurts so bad. Oh, 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 oh. oh my I god. Want to, I want to drink a weird juice. Can I Oh have... here, drink this one and you get punched. <laughs> <laughs> but with with a potion in my hand. You get hit by a potion. Because uh, is gonna try to grab his arm. Just tentacle yeah, wrap with, around with it. With your tentacle? Uh no. we'll, we'll see. Cuz is gonna lick my arm. Oh <laughs> what do I roll to grab an arm? I guess a roll to leg. A dexterity check? Okay, cool. That's a 19. <laughs> you grab his arm and you stop him from hitting uh, Melody, but you, uh, Melody, you have a, uh, a potion sitting right there uh, next to you. Wonderful. All right. I, she drinks it and then you hear, I feel weird. And then she just poofs in a puff of purple smoke. And then you see that she has shrunk roughly to the size of a teaspoon. All right, so this this particular potion you've handed me with the cloud bottle, is it yes. is it going to rip me apart into tiny fragments of myself which then will travel in a cloud-like form after feeling from the inside out like I'm being torn apart at the very seams of my being? So you've drank it did, before. Did someone turn you into mist? Yes. That's a spell. Okay, yeah, no, this doesn't replicate those effects. Oh, okay. 
Solinar positions himself so that he can like hold on to I guess like a table in the room. Like he mm-hmm. he puts like one hand under the table to like hold on to it and then with the other hand he just like knocks the cork out with the edge of the table and then downs the bottle. Oh, cuz it's going to pick right. up um Melody so she doesn't get stepped on. <laughs> She's going to like scramble up to the shoulder. You kind of hear a soft thank you. <laughs> tentacles go flinging around her face. <laughs> <laughs> She's terrified. Uh, roll a d6. Five. Wonderful. The grip on the table is tested as your body flings itself upward, your feet pointing towards the ceiling, and you feel a constant pull up towards the sky. Solinar drops the bottle and like grabs the table with his other hand and he's like no no <laughs> oh that's too effective got it got it that's just supposed to be a levitation potion um but it's supposed to let you do it at will not just sort of send you careening into the atmosphere I will not waft gently into this good night <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you all are just wonderful. Thank you for letting me experiment with these. It's all Alita. She trained us to be who we are. Can I, I I take no part of this. Can I buy you a coffee to pay you back for it? I was just going to give you guys things, but I'm never going to say no to coffee. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. Let, let's go get a coffee. Uh, I do need to <laughs> monitor them before... I, I cannot leave. I need to monitor them. Hmm. Because there is a very very tiny chance that these effects might be permanent i well, can't live on ceilings exclusively i mean solon aren't you like supposed to be super good at stealing from high places this could help you no, he's a, he's a no. second story man not the top of the first story man <laughs> <laughs> well if you went outside you would keep drifting upward don't worry, yeah. Solinar, I'll get you down. <laughs> That's like, go, God, go, no, he's going to punch you in the face again. Go, go, extend our arms. <laughs> After another, like, 10 to 15 minutes, all of the effects begin slowly wearing off of you guys, returning you to your normal forms and intellectual settings for both. Truthiness. And gravity. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Thank you all so much. Uh, I just realized, what are all of your names? Other than the one named Johannes and Solana, who everybody yelled at them several times. My name is Johannes, <laughs> since I have no one else is introducing themselves. Kosa just did that, though. He just did that. He doesn't have the tentacles oh, anymore. It's all the tentacles falling out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, um, uh, I'm, I'm uh, Kosa. It's lovely to meet you. Charles Gravyboat Barnes, professional wrestler. You're a what now? A professional wrestler. No amateur ranks over here. <laughs> I have no idea what that means, but I'm a, wonderful to I'm meet you. I'm a pro athlete and performer. Wonderful. There's no way you don't know what that means. He's a two-time winner of the Teller belt. Like this, I don't know what that is. This means whatever you through... think wrestling means, it's one hundred percent more erotic. <laughs> As, oh my god! Especially when gravy boats involved. This is incredibly uncomfortable. I'll tell you more about it over our coffee. 
<laughs> right. Wonderful. Ah, wonderful. So I'm assuming based off of the weapons and the odd hodgepodge of people that you all seem to be that you're adventurous? Seems like a, just a supposition on your part. Well, I do sort of make my living jumping Supposing. to conclusions and then <laughs> testing them. I mean, Which is probably why so many of my potions act weird. I should probably do the hypothesis before the conclusion. Maybe we're just friends who are just out enjoying the day. Very, but we're not. We're adventurers. Very heavily armed friends. That was really the thing that was the tip-off. Also, one of you has a tiny dragon and the other of you has a strange mushroom friend in a backpack. Huh. Oh. Yep. <laughs> just, just as a note, uh, she points at Koza's backpack. I love him. He is wonderful and can do no wrong. And if you ever need someone to shroom sit, I love him. Uh, uh, okay. Thank you. Anyway, so the reason I ask is at any point, if any of you are looking for work, I could always use help because no one in the city is willing to work with me anymore. Hmm, sounds problematic on their part. They're missing out on good job opportunities. How much, you know, how I, much would the would job pay? Uh, it really depends on the job, uh, what I need. Most of what I need is ingredient collecting, but some of the ingredients I can just nip outside the city, grab a couple of bundles of whatever and pop back in, or I can go to a shop. There are some that need to be harvested from things that are a little bitier. And while I have a decent amount of magic ability, I do not have adventurer level ability. Solonar gets like a wide-eyed expression as he remembers something and grabs both by the shoulders and he's like, tell me you got paid. Tell me you got paid. I got pain? Paid. <laughs> I also heard pain. Um, I mean... By Aloran. Oh, your mom. We're bringing Melody back. Your mom didn't pass anything yet. Yeah, I, uh... Why? Because, well, I kind of got in a, a little bit of a, a tiff with her. Really more of a kerfuffle. Yeah, it was it was it was a problem. Solonar just like grimaces, extends a single hand into the air with like fingers outstretched and then just like clenches them into a fist. And he's like, so one of us is going to have to go back there. And collect? I can't. I couldn't help it. Your mom made me angry. She's really dumb. Uh, I mean, I can. I can agree with that at least to some extent. She really likes Melody, so maybe Melody yeah. should be the one who should go back. Actually, I was going to talk to you all about that. Yeah. Uh, we had had a conversation about me being your bard. Yeah. And writing songs about you as adventurous. What if we didn't? Uh, let my mom know where I am, and I just sort of left with you guys. Wait, we need to get mm. the money first. Well, I don't think I should be the one to collect it, because then I will not be able to leave because I already had to sneak out. Uh, oh, oh, don't one of you know how to create disguises? That's right. I can disguise myself as Melody. And then you all can take me back and get paid. And then I'll go up to that tower and then I'll climb down a sh the sheet that's hanging out of it. Um, Boat, forgive me if I'm wrong, but 
Thing number one, why would she give Melody the money she's supposed to give us? No, no, no. One of you all will escort me there as Melody. And then that person will get paid and they'll leave. And then I'll go upstairs because I'm Melody, you see. And then I'll go into the room with the sheet hanging from it. And then I'll climb down and escape. And Lauren won't have any idea because any points at uh, Solinar and Melody... Because yo mama's so stupid, she took a ruler to bed to see how long she slept. Like, you hear just. <laughs> well done, Alex. Um, no, no, I think she's the member of the Council of 13, not her husband. No, she super duper is the one who's the member of the Council of 13. Um, this might. The ruler. Th- this might be. Obvious, but can you disguise others with disguise self? It's not called disguise others. <laughs> okay, I, I just needed to check. Maybe if I cast it on a mirror and angle it right. Sassy boat. <laughs> this all aboard the sass boat. Yeah. <laughs> Three snaps in Z formation from boat mm. it's it's six snaps yeah. but it's in a b formation yeah. anyway your mom won't be the wiser she'll think i'm melody for as long as just as long as it takes to make this happen and we'll be good to go okay um i'm not sure that that's the wisest plan but it means that i don't have to go home and i've already packed my bag so i don't have to mm-hmm. except i also left it there so boat if you dress as me would you be so kind as to grab my bag on your way out yeah you got it is it in your bedroom Yes, thank you. Right. I, um, Man, that sounds like something Melody would do, too. <laughs> I I see just one problem with this plan of yours there, Boat. What's that? Who among the three of them do you plan on aiding you with your deception? We have... Oh. Alita looks mildly offended, but then just sort of goes back to scritching Felix on the chin. Koza is the most innocent of all of us. And hey! he'll be too scared to say anything, and he'll get the money and he'll leave. And Lauren won't know anything because your mama's so stupid. When we said it was chilly outside, she got a bowl. <laughs> I think she's losing air. She's gonna die. <laughs> what? Anyway. If anybody's got a better plan, I'm here for it. Uh, I'm just trying. Brandon's so glad to finally bring out his book of Yo Mama jokes that he wrote in 1995. There are lots of (laughs) online resources for Yo Mama jokes. (laughs) I'm just trying to come up with ideas here. If anybody else has a better one, go for it. Yeah, I'm actually not coming up with a whole lot, to be honest. I do feel like maybe you should take Alita and Koza because between the two of them, they might actually make this work. Alita kind of goes, no, no, he thinks uh, Koza is a better sneaky person than I am. And I, you know, I fully support uh, your decisions. Well, I, didn't say, I did not say Koza was more sneaky. I said he was more innocent. He's without... Which is also a thought you can have. He is without guile. What is the name of the shopkeeper again? Sophia. Yeah. Um, Sophia. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything that would help with disguises? Um, probably not any that would work the way you want. 
Well... So I've got this one right here. She pulls out a small vial that makes you grow hair, but I haven't gotten it quite right, and it sort of makes you end up looking like a werewolf. And then I've got this one that extends your skin. I'm not sure what went wrong with this one, because it just makes your skin... Long. Too big. <laughs> well, and then, Long skin. And then, and then you look like a melty wax man. <laughs> <laughs> um... And then I have this one, which inexplicably grows your nose like three sizes and gives you a large mustache and eyebrows. Um, I don't know why it does that. Oh, I actually might want that one. Inexplicably grew three sizes that day. She hands you the Groucho Marx potion. Add that to your inventory. You gotta say the secret void to make it activate. (laughs) Hmm. See, if there was a way that I could look like Melody, then I could just become some creature and sneak my way out quite easily that way. You could wear a wig, I guess. Well, um, would your mother be fooled by a wig? I don't terribly know. Um, you're closer to my height than I think any of the others, except for Alita. Of course she'd be fooled by a wig. As we've already established, your mama's so stupid, she got hit by a parked car. (laughs) What's a car? I said cart. Sorry, something was in my throat. (laughs) Wait, is that a tentacle? (laughs) And you know, Alita, I want to push back a second on something you said a minute ago, talking about how innocent you are. You're an admitted (laughs) deer thief. It's not thievery when they wanted to go with you. That's codependency. That's not. No, that's not what that means. Codependency is. Well, I don't want to insult anybody, but there are relationships in this group that are far better about explaining codependency than me and my dear friend. I am. I am going to say that uh, I don't think it's a coincidence that. Alita's explanation for how she stole a deer sounds an awful lot like Boat's explanation for how he stole Snuffles. I think we're a bad influence on Alita. Yes, yes you are. You're a terrible influence on me. Well now I don't want to have said that. I'm sorry, you already did. You can't no-take backsies. Alright, what are we gonna do? (laughs) What are we gonna do? What's our plan? I mean, put a wig on Koza, I guess? I mean, sure, let's put a wig on Kozo when we have somebody who can magically disguise themselves. But but can you can you magically escape? I magically escaped uh, from your parents' house. He's got a point. Yeah, that's true. OK, then. Um, <laughs> uh, OK, let's let's go do this. <laughs> Boat making good points over here. When he makes a point, he makes a point. That's. That's a gravy boat Barnes, uh-huh. point maker. All right, so Boat and Koza are going to go back to the mansion, yes? Yes, yep. Boat. Boat will cast a disguise self on himself and uh, look like Melody. Mel- are, are you doing that before or after you leave the shop? So the, the old, the old, the, the, um, the mother believes Melody is in the house right now, right? Yes. Um, I... Or at least as far as you know. Oh, don't disguise yourself until, until, here, here's my thoughts. Okay. We both go in together. You excuse yourself to use the restroom. Come back as Melody so that you look like you're there. 
leave the room as Melody, come back as Boat, and then we both walk out together. I think this is okay. This Foolproof. should probably work. This plan's um, just crazy enough to work. Yeah. Um, or, since she hates me because I stood up to her and her nonsense, I could um, go in as like disguised as Johannes, excuse oh. myself to the restroom, turn into Melody, come back out as Melody, say hello, leave, then and come then back as Solanar, <laughs> and then we walk out together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This I is don't perfect. think coming back as Solanar is a wise idea. I'll oh. go as a alright, I'll go as Alita. What? Yeah, she looks innocent, even though she stole a deer. I I that was not I'm not. I, I am innocent. All right, let's go. So, Solinar, Johannes, what are you guys going to be doing with this comedy of errors? I mean, uh, you know, I, I. What do you think we should do, Solinar? Should we try to give them a distraction to help them out? I don't know that us giving them a distraction is actually a good idea. I mean, it's. Oh. If. Well, you would know. You're the person who knows things about these things. If they were trying to break in, then yeah, we would absolutely do a distraction. But if we make a distraction now, then uh, Aloran's just going to be like, oh, hold on, someone just exploded something in my yard. I need to go take care of that. And then that's like, they have to figure out how to get the money. Maybe they steal it. Like, I, I feel like it complicates the plan. We probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, I like that. What do you think we should do? Should we lay low? I think I think laying low is a good idea. I also think maybe we should figure out where the party's gonna stay tonight, and then Ooh. and then we can rendezvous back up with them. Sophia kind of perks up when you say that. What? Yeah, we'll do reconnaissance. I'm in it. What? What about the word rendezvous? Has got your ears perking up like that, Sophia? I, I'm I'm not saying the word rendezvous. That's not what I mean. Uh, if you guys are looking for a place to stay, I have. A place that I'm not really using. If you guys want to lay low there for a bit. Is this going to be something Ooh. where, like, you give us a potion and we shrink down and then it's like a lamp, but inside the lamp is like a bunch of furniture and we live inside the lamp for the night? Okay, that is an amazing idea and delightful. But no, no, um, I really just sleep in the apartment above the shop. Because sometimes it's 3 a.m. and you get a good idea for a mixture. Uh, but there's a house that my family owned that I'm not really using. Well, it's very small, but it's got like two bedrooms or something. And in a, If you guys want to use and it. And in exchange, you want us to... Occasionally pick up some work from me here and there and maybe let me test potions on you? All right. You've got yourself a deal. Uh what? Okay. It's it's very it's a nice place. It just it might be a little dusty. I haven't been there in a while. I'm sure it'll be fine. Solonar can press to digitate it clean. He loves that. He even oh, I love has that spell. Yeah. He's really good at it. Uh so I will be here and I will tell no one of the crimes that I'm one hundred percent certain that I overheard you all planning. We didn't plan any crimes, we're just impersonating people. That's a crime. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> That is super a crime. It's not a crime to impersonate somebody unless you do something illegal while you're doing it. Like kidnapping? Who'd we kidnap? She points at Melody. Aren't you no. kidnapping her? I just heard that it's not kidnapping if they want to go with you. 
That's just called an errand. That's right. Uh, Okay, you know, I wash my hands of this as long as you don't tell the gods that I did unlicensed potion testing on random people. I won't tell anyone that you're about to kidnap a noble's daughter. Uh, Sounds like a deal to me. You can't really call it kidnapping when somebody's like 30 some odd years old. Oh, and you know what we'll tell people? Coz is a noble, so it's not a kidnapping. It's just a betrothal. Whoa, what? what? Excuse me? What? That's what we'll tell. Don't worry. I know your fire still burns hot for Rosemary. Um, so. Uh, um, it's okay. You can say excuse me again. Excuse me? Coza, it's- you're double engaged? How did that happen? When did that happen? Oh my! Why would you betray me like this, Cosa? Oh my God! It's a lie! It's a lie! In case somebody catches us, ah! Oh! But we're breaking my heart for this. Ah! Uh, 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 How could you betroth me and then break my heart this way? Cosa turns into a ferret. <laughs> and runs not, you out can't escape room. your responsibilities, Cosa. Oh my God! It was just a lie that we can tell if we get caught. Well, maybe ah. you shouldn't tell lies so believably to the party. Oh my god, y'all so stupid, it takes you two hours to watch 60 Minutes. <laughs> god, that's the worst one that you've told so far. <laughs> this is Boat's new thing. Yo mama jokes. I mean, honestly, I'm not mad about it. I can't believe it took Boat this long. <laughs> it's because he did, it's because... His mom, you know, his mom abandoned him and his father, so it's very difficult for him to approach the subject matter. Mm, that makes sense. It's how he yeah. gets the insult comic puppet to talk about anyone but Boat. <laughs> the Yo Mama puppet. Gracious. All right, Koza, let's get rolling. Koza's little ferret head peeks around the corner. <laughs> Koza, I'm going to need you to be a person. I'm going to need you to be a human variant, and we're going to go get this taken care of. Koza turns back into a human. <laughs> Uh, okay let's go all right boat is going to cast disguise self on himself in keeping with the plan as uh let's see i'm going to roll a die uh odds he becomes alita evens he becomes johannes okay i love it evens he will become johannes oh this is going to be delightful all right his eyes roll back into his head and just sort of the waves of change uh, cascade over his body. And uh, all of a sudden he grows like long golden hair. Um, he shrinks down because he wants to look like Johannes Classic, and not Johannes Tallboy. And OG. Mm, uh, oh yeah. So now he, he looks much better now as Johannes. Hmm. That's fairly impressive. Yes. <laughs> I... <laughs> Uh, okay. I'm Johannes. I'm, I'm here for this. Oh my gosh, it's like looking in a mirror. Only better. Oh, only better, because you don't do the same things I do. Alright, let's go, Koza. Uh, okay. Let's let's go. Yeah. Yo yo Hannes. Take care of me, Boat. It's Bo Hannes. Yote. <laughs> Yote. Alright, so Boat and Co- Boat Hannes and Koza are going to the manor. Johannes and Solinar. What about y'all? I mean, I guess we're going to check out this um, this room that we, we the are, house. Yeah, that we're hanging out in. All right, wonderful. And I think Alita right. and Melody are with us, right? Probably. 
Okay. At the very least, Melanie was, will be. I was gonna say, don't don't probably me. We we should know where our party is going. Mm -hmm. I don't. Well, Melanie for sure was gonna be with you guys, and Alita will probably be with you guys as well, since it seems that Koza and Boat ha Boat Hannes have this handled. Okay, I just I just. There was a whole, like, day there where I didn't know where anybody was, and I was getting anxious about people getting lost in the city, getting robbed or murdered or worse in the back alleys. That actually raises a decent question. What did you do while you were gone? Well, I wandered the streets, um, accidentally robbed a man. Uh, I'm sorry, you what? <laughs> went, on, went on the run for a little bit, uh, waited for the heat to die down. Got drunk, slept it off on a rooftop, had breakfast, and here I am. Okay. You robbed somebody accidentally? Well, yeah, you know. Happens happens all the time, according to Alita. It wasn't an accident, and it wasn't robbing. It was grand theft deer. It's different. It wasn't theft, because he wanted to come with me. It was It was called grand theft, but it wasn't theft. Yes. An Alita story. <laughs> <laughs> so the four of you are going to go to the house. Boat and Koza. Mm -hmm. You make your way back to the Venisphere Manor. There is a gentleman who is unlocking the gates. He is a tall elven man, a little bit rotund in the body, wearing really nice, well-embroidered like sort of a waistcoat kind of situation. Uh, he's got a smart hat sort of tilted to the side with a really nice looking uh, pheasant feather in it. Uh, he's got a very thick and uh, waxed mustache into a curl and he turns. Oh, hello. What may I do for you? Hail, gentle sir. I am noted paladin, your honest vulgar. Wonderful to meet you. I'm Lord Venisphere. Oh, hello. We have we have business with the Lady Venisphere. Oh, yes, yes. Lauren said she had guests. Um, did something happen? She's in quite the mood. Oh no, it's... I'm sure everything's perfectly fine. All right then. Just absolutely fine. Uh, this is this is my compatriot and associate, uh, Lord Koza Yurich. He's also a noble. Yeah, Yurich is not that hard to say. Um. Yeah. But anyway. Um. <laughs> let, let's. Um. Can we head indoors? Of course. Of course. Come right this way. Right this way. Oh gracious. So many invitations. You'd think that no one would have time to sit down and read a book. Are you just returning from important government work? No, no, I wish, I wish, I would prefer the work. No, there's a, there's a masquerade ball being held in a week or two, and it's, uh... I don't think attendance is optional for the higher-ups of the city. Those of our station certainly suffer more than those below us might think with all these responsibilities. I don't know that I would go that far. The average citizen absolutely has more to worry about day-to-day -day than I do. But I am not terribly fond of events with lots of people. Agoraphobia is a terrible affliction. Oh, I wouldn't go that far, but Eloran is really the people person. Mm. Do you get a, do you get along well with your wife? Oh, of course. I mean, she's 
She has such a bright personality. She's very warm and friendly. It's hard not to. Johannes Boat leans in very close. He's like, well, I guess we can confirm that you're not alorophobic. (laughs) Very good. Very good. He's like kind of slaps you on the shoulder affectionately and walks into the house. Um, Eloran comes to greet him and then looks at the two of you. Oh, you're still here. Um, we've we've returned, and Boat defers to Koza. Uh, uh, yes. Um, uh, about re- is it called a ransom for for returning your daughter? I believe it's called a reward in this case. Oh, right. The the reward for. Re- Turning your daughter? Melody is home! Wonderful! It's Melodica. We've discussed this. Right, right. Melodica. Yeah. Gotta, gotta use the full name. Pardon, Forgot. pardon me. I, ha- I hate to interrupt, but uh, it seems like uh, Lord Koza here has this under control. Might, might you direct me to the water closet? Oh, of course, friend, of course. It's going to be down the hall to the left, uh, third door. Oh, thanks, thanks. I might be a few minutes. Thank you so much. And now uh, he... Aloran kind of, like, arches an eyebrow at you and then turns back to Koza. A lot of coffee this morning. Yes, the reward. Um, I added a little bit extra as a thank you for your discretion. Oh, you didn't need to do that. <laughs> I assure you I did. Oh, okay. She hands you a heavy bag full of gold. It looks like roughly a thousand. Oh, um, okay. Well, well, thank you very much. Can I hear this as I'm back in the bathroom? No. Okay. That is way too far. Now, you can probably hear it as you're leaving because that was very, that was a very quick exchange. How much did I hear of that? You probably heard the discretion thing and the jingle jangle of coins. Okay. Boat is beginning to rethink this cockamamie plan that we had because it would appear (laughs) that we now have accomplished the goal of getting the money without raising suspicion, without me clumsily transforming into their daughter and talking in a falsetto. I don't. Okay, so first of all, you will not rob me of Boat trying to pretend to be Melody. Thing number two. Boat is rethinking talking in a falsetto. Um, I'm just saying it's probably wasn't going to be that complicated. All right. All right. Uh, players, not Alex. Players, let's take a vote. Who wants me to transform into Melody and play this out? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, like, I do. Yeah, okay. I feel like you need to do this for the podcast. Okay. Also, you need to go get Melody's bag. Oh, that's oh, true. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which is something Melody, if she was transformed, would do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Here's what we're gonna do. All right. Uh, so, so <laughs> boats in the bathroom now, uh, and uh, he casts disguise self again, expending a second of his fourth slot, and turns into Melody. All right. So. Uh, your hair grows long and blonde no. <laughs> and lustrous. Your ears grow long and pointy and elven. Your legs shorten, as does your torso. You Wait. lose about 200 pounds. What? He's Johannes. <laughs> yeah. well, he had to, 
Your oh. hair stays about the same. <laughs> yeah, you grow a little bit taller. It sounds like my body is getting sucked into a black hole. <laughs> your hair stays roughly the same. Your ears just sort of lengthen. Uh, your body stretches like taffy for a little bit. Uh, all right. Uh, I, I keep for- forgetting that Boat is not Boat, that Boat is Johannes. I uh, step out of the bathroom and then go, like, I guess back around the corner. Uh, mm-hmm. and head toward the uh, assembled folk. And I just sort of keep both hands in front of me, my head just sort of, like, looking down. I walk up. As you walk uh, towards the group, Lord Venice Sphere, make, like, he brightens up and he opens his arms in, like, this wide, welcoming gesture. Run, like, doesn't is, run, but he strides up. Uh, and, real quick, yes. is there something I can, like, knock off the table between the two of them? I would have you roll because my knee jerk is no, but I don't want to immediately say no. So go ahead and roll. What am I rolling? Roll a d20. Okay, just straight d20. Actually, roll a d6. Odds, yes, evens, no. Ah, the Brandon school of DM. Uh, it's a nope. <laughs> so he walks up into like a warm. Ge- he doesn't run, but he strides yeah. quickly and he wraps. Can, can I actually. Wait, wait. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I want to be able to react to that knowing wait, what's. I, absolutely, no, I, please do. Can I change my reaction to something? <laughs> Like, nope. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate the try, Chapman. Yeah, nope. I, I had a really fun. He's idea, going to try but... and hug his daughter who's been missing. I'm sorry that it's inconvenient for you, guy. I, I, pretending I was going to be say I could step in between them and just get stuck in this hug. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You could, uh, but you didn't say that you wanted to push something between the two of them. I so have, uh, I have noted and vetoed. I have the answer. I would like to just sort of like jump back and put my hands up and uh, stop him from coming forward. Uh, He's going to f- f- pause and look confused and slightly hurt. Okay, he, uh, Melody, Boat Melody, uh, as she jumps back, puts uh, a hand up to her mouth and starts coughing. <laughs> Father, I, 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 I deeply want to embrace you. It's so good to see you, but I... I have been traveling and I fear that I I may have contracted something. I don't want to communicate it to you. Of course. Oh, my poor love. Please, please. Can I get you anything? No, no, can I, I pro- get Nanny to get you something? I promise you, once I'm right as rain, I'll give you the biggest <laughs> hug that you could imagine. You sound oh. like Mary Poppins. Quiet, oh, you. Father, the only thing that you could possibly get me right now is my allowance. <laughs> I have All to- right, I'm going to, real quick, I'm going to have you... I'm going to have you roll deception right now, Brandon. Are you sure you wouldn't rather have performance? Nope. All right. <laughs> That's a 19. Because he rolled... It's a 19. Oh. Rolled a 17 to see through it, so you pass this time, bad actor oh. boat. Merciful heavens. <laughs> That's not how any of them talk. I have the vapors. Why do you make all of the women that you transform into talk like dying southern bells from Gone with the Wind? Would you both- Why do all the women that you transform into have the vapors? <laughs> <laughs> it's, that- it's the only thing Boat knows about women. He finds them attractive and they get the vapors. It's that yeah. powerful ham diet. It really gives you the vapors. <laughs> Yeah, especially when you transform. Yeah. You you needn't give me anything, Father. In fact, I must away to the upstairs for a few moments so I can get get something to help soothe this ague. Koza has just a really pained expression on his face right now. <laughs> All right, what did you roll a nineteen, Brandon? Yes. Yes. 
Is that actually what you rolled? Of course was... it's what I rolled. Okay. I'm not lying. You well no, but you paused <laughs> that, in such that a was way like, that I was Yeah, that was the most, was suspicious. most suspicious Because I'm suspicious of you and what you're trying to do. You're trying right. to foil me. You're being an adversarial dungeon master. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, a Lauren a Lauren knew that Melody was fine last night, so I rolled investigation for her. Uh-huh. Uh she also failed. Yeah. But uh I wasn't going to have a Lauren sit there and not be suspicious. All right. Don't be suspicious. Don't, don't, be suspicious. Yeah. don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. So, uh, uh Melodica boat uh heads upstairs. All right. Do you remember where Melody's room was? I'd like to roll history. That is a weird roll for history, but I will accept it. Well, what else would I roll? I performance. don't know. Performance. <laughs> Investigation? <laughs> I don't look. Yeah, man, no, performance, fine. no, performance is good. I'll act like I know where her room is no. and then I'll find <laughs> it. No, no. History is fine. Performance only makes sense if you're like, all right, now to inhabit the mind of Melody. Yeah, be a method, method Melody. Method Melody. <laughs> method Melody and Red Melody. Um, I rolled a 10. So really, if I just go right down the middle on the hallway, eventually I'll find it. I'm just looking. That is high enough. That is high. You're going to have to open a couple of doors, mm-hmm. but you will find her room. Okay, so I'm in the room. Mm-hmm. Do I see her bag? Her bag is going to be sitting on her bed, which has been stripped of sheets and blankets. How big is it? Uh, I mean, it looks to be made of like really nice embroidered cloth. It definitely looks more like something a noble would travel with, mm-hmm. but it's it's a tra- it's like a duffel bag. Like it's not that much. Okay. She had her loot with her, which is really the only thing that she super duper cares about. Okay. Um, I grab the bag and then very quickly, uh, jump out the window and grab the uh the sheet. Roll dexterity. Happily. Like, are we doing athletics, maybe? Because this is a really athletic thing that I'm doing. <laughs> I will allow it. All right. Uh, if I roll... The way you light up when I let you change what you're rolling is just, like, it brings me so much joy. Uh, how will a 21 do me? Because I have a plus six in athletics. Yeah, you can you can narrate this. All right. Uh, Melodica Boat grabs the rucksack, tucks it under, tucks it into his hand, like, uh, just by the handle, and jumps out the window as, as, uh, he's flying out the window, grabs the sheet, and starts to quickly rappel down. Uh, I get down to, uh, where the end of the sheet is, and I guess I drop the remaining, like, what was it, seven or eight feet? Mm -hmm. So since that's less than ten feet, is that gonna be fall damage? No, you're not going to get folded, especially if you're like doing what Melody did, where she hung from the bottom and then kind of like let herself fall. Okay. Uh, which means you're only falling effectively like four, three to four feet. All right. Um, so how far is the wall from me? About 450 to 500 feet. Okay. Um, is the gate open? Uh, it is not, but you think that based off of what you saw when the Lord of the House came in, it's probably unlocked. Okay. Um, like unlocked in such a way that you would have to manipulate it to open it, or can you just like walk and push and open it? You could probably walk and push. All right, I'm going to cast Unseen Servant while I'm out here. The Unseen okay. Servant is going to take the bag and carry it outside the gate. So you're going to pop a spell slot, because I'm assuming you're not casting it as a ritual. Correct. I'm not wasting 10 minutes on that. 
Ten Fortunately, four. my spell economy is lining exactly up with my spell budget <laughs> right now. <laughs> God, I love that. Uh, that was great. So, all right. So, Unseen Servant carrying the bag out the gate, just walking right into it so it opens up as per your description and then turns the corner to wait for me. Uh, cast my spell again. I turn into Johannes. Okay. I go back up to the door. Can we real quick just cut to, like, Koza? Um, I just want a moment of him standing just super uncomfortably with these parents. Um, is there a plate of fresh fruit? There is now. Okay, because a noisily snaps uh, into an apple. Yeah! <laughs> what, uh, what are their parents talking about to him, Alex? So, my friend, what, uh, how did you come by and find our daughter? Oh, um, she was in a big golden cage what yeah um and she was in the golden cage and we found her in the woods and what was she doing in the cage what who put oh, her in a cage I think she was just sitting in the cage but, but who put her in a cage um, i think it was a group <laughs> of kidnappers <laughs> scoundrels well that hurt my throat to do <laughs> I can't believe something. Tinkerhaven is becoming quite the dangerous place. Can't believe it. Well, um... I cannot thank you enough, you and your friends, for saving our beloved daughter. Well, thank you for your hospitality. I really enjoyed my bath last night. Oh, wonderful! I'm glad to know that we could offer any kind of comfort to the hero of the day. Suddenly, there's a knock at the door. Yes, of course, come in. The door opens. Uh, Johannes hello. stumbles in like, oh, hello. Uh, it's me, Johannes. Um, uh, I just sorry. Wanna... You know how whenever you walk into a place I, and you say, it's me, I just, my name. I, I hate to throw you under the bus, but did you just walk out as Johannes from the opposite direction that Johannes? Yes. Yeah. You're not throwing me did. under the bus. I have a plan. <laughs> okay. Uh, like, and Lauren is going to regard you suspiciously. Uh, Lord Venisphere does not. Sorry, I... Went down looking for the water closet, and I got a little bit turned around, and then I suddenly found myself outside, and the best thing I could do was find my way back over to the door. I'm so sorry. Roll deception right now. How about a four? <laughs> Total? Yes. You, both of them are, don't believe you. Can, can I see that they don't believe me? Yes. Uh, Okay, I see that you don't believe me. I completely <laughs> understand. I'll tell you the truth now. I actually was trying to sneak upstairs to say goodbye to uh, to Melodica. She really endeared herself to us. She's a wonderful girl. You should all you should both be so proud of her. I just I couldn't find my way up there, uh, and I ended up coming back this way. I'm sorry. I didn't think you would approve of me saying goodbye, but. She meant so much to us that I wanted to. Roll deception. Come on, better. <laughs> Come on, five. Yeah. Come on, five. How about 15? So you do convince the Lord of the house, but Eloran is regarding you with immense suspicion. You can tell she's not buying it. Mm -hmm. But Lord Venisphere does lean forward and kind of claps you on the shoulder. I understand, and... I'm so glad that she found such valiant saviors for her, and I'm I'm thrilled that she was able to make Can some Can I roll friends. insight real quick on 
the mother? Yeah, you absolutely can. I, so this is something that's happened once already. And uh, I, I, I do want to be an element of chaos here. Shut up. The sky self doesn't change your physical form at all. Even a little bit. So you're saying that he's a uh, six foot three Johannes. Yes, and as Lord Venisphere goes to clap him on the shoulder, I don't know what he hits, but oh, it ain't yeah. shoulder. Yeah, it hits a, f- uh, a full four <laughs> feet ass. higher than the Just shoulder. Just his ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. So I'm going to do two things. One, Smack that what did you roll for your insight check? Koza? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah um, six. Lady Lauren regards the two of you suspiciously as Lord Venisphere is going to reach, you know, is going to swing his hand down to clap Johannes on the shoulder. However, instead of clapping a shoulder, <laughs> he smacks dem cheeks. On Are you saying he, he claps dad ass? <laughs> yes, he does. Well, if I got, well, if I got something to end this episode on. So... As Lord Venisphere swings his hand down to clap Johannes on the shoulder, he realizes, A, not a shoulder, so B, probably not Johannes. His expression changes from, like, a a warm, friendly, to very suspicious, and very concerned, and very, very startled. I cast Earth Tremor. This silence is in character. I just want to to, to, to oh, point yeah, no, that I'm, out. I'm there. <laughs>